Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast about Pooh Bear? Then you must be thinking of another podcast. Pooh Bear here. Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. How are you? Still a citizen of America. How are you? That is true. Oh, man. TikTok's out the ass of shit that's been going on with America stuff right now. I can't even keep up. Everything's moving so fast and so bad. Oh, that's the one I watched. They were like, when was America last great? That's what they were asking people on the street, right? Okay. And this one guy was like, uh, uh, yeah, you know, probably, probably like the fifties. Yeah. Probably like the fifties. No. he's like, oh, so you mean like when there was segregation and stuff? Yeah. And he's like, like, oh, well, well, no, not, not because of that. And they're like, what about you, sir? Like, when was the, when was America last great? And he's like, oh, probably like the 1800s or something what the fuck when we had slaves (laughs) and then and then the guy's like oh so when we had slaves but like no matter what people said they always picked out one thing about it that wasn't good you know yeah america's always been great despite the rampant racism and so man it, it just like really got to me i was really thinking like man we've never just been like totally okay at any point we haven't ever it's never been that way i mean we got close but then you know Things went to the shitter pretty quickly, so yeah. So anyway, yeah, I don't know. It's it's just been a wild time. It has. It's a rough time to be alive, but we are here and we are doing it. I mean, I guess I should tell you about this one because I heard about it today. Since you know we're talking about it, have you heard what's supposed to happen on the twentieth? Well, Biden's supposed to take office. Uh huh. And then what's going to happen? And then everything is going to magically go back to better. I don't know. I wish. Supposedly. So, you know, the big, like, run on the Capitol we had? Ugh, yeah. Um, on the 20th, that's supposed to happen to every Capitol in all 50 states. If that's, that that's fucking happens, dude, I'm leaving. Like, I'm going to leave. Yeah. I don't care how. I'm going to find a way out. I don't like, want to be here anymore. That's legit the plan that people are talking about that, like, my dad saw on the news because he called me today all like, Next Wednesday might be rough, bud. <laughs> God. Okay, I was like, well, oh, okay. This is uh, airing on the 18th, so. Yeah, so we'll see. <laughs> be one of the last days of, I don't know. We'll, Normalcy. We'll see. Everyone hang on to your shorts. Be safe. Stay indoors. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you you, you just kind of got to talk about it because it's, it's a little too real that people I know. need How can to like, not? like be ready. For yeah. actual shit to happen. I really, I hate it here. I hate it here. I'm so over it. Like, I just want, I just want normalcy. I just can't believe, okay, like, think about it. When we had our civil war, 
because uh-huh. there has been only one so far, right? Yeah, so far. Gotta tack that onto the end. It was over, like, the institution of slavery, okay? Yeah. Like, it was over, like, like, like an ideal, like, like a big thing, right? Yeah. We might have it again, just over a guy. But it's not just the guy. It's every piece of shit ideal that he stands for, which includes hating on people of color and anybody who's not a rich white man. Like, I don't understand why why the demographic that defends him is doing so. Like, just let yeah. a fucking Democrat take office and give you health care, you stupid motherfucker. Just sit down and behave. How many times have we swapped parties and this has not been a thing before? I'm just so... Why is it such a big deal <laughs> now for this one Cheeto? You yeah, because he, he's real. He gives He gives the people... The real stuff. He doesn't. He doesn't Does hide he? behind big words. He doesn't know shit. He doesn't have a fucking idea what's happening. He doesn't oh. know what's going on at any given day of the week. I thought you were gonna say he doesn't know big words. <laughs> he doesn't know big words. <laughs> he said the word bigly, bigly. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. That did happen. So I'm sorry, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just like I mean, I feel like I did pretty good. During, like, the election stuff, like, trying to, like, keep my head, you know? Trying to keep a lid on it. Yeah, but, like... Lid's off. I'm not, world over. I'm not willing to go to war over this no! guy. No! No! No one should be. the fact that it's, like, actually being discussed kind of freaks me out. Like, a lot. You know lot. what? I, I was talking to Richard about this yesterday. So, the way that I'm thinking of it... So, okay, you know how when... I feel like we might already be in Civil War Two, Electric Boogaloo, or whatever you have. <laughs> electric Coogaloo. <laughs> so. Electric Boogaloo. No. <laughs> okay. I think that it's already happening around us and we haven't like Caught realized yet. it yet. Like, okay. So there's, there's been, I think maybe even George Floyd's fucking public execution is going to be the starter for this horrible chain of events that has led us here today. I think this is kind of I mean, you think the about impetus that stuff, for it. That's usually how a war starts. There's like a big person that gets like taken out first and like, oh shit's going. Yes. You and know? I kind of feel okay, so whenever you cook frogs, like stay with me on this one. <laughs> whenever you're cooking frogs, the thing is you put a frog in a cold pot of water. And then you smash them with a the hammer. No. no. <laughs> slowly raise the temperature yeah and the frog doesn't notice it's being boiled yeah. alive yeah but if you stick a frog in a pot of boiling water of course it's going to jump out holy shit yes yeah. so i think we're think the frogs rising right now i think i think heat's rising man or it has been rising for a very long time and we are just now realizing like people from normal countries like my canadian family they call me and they're like are you okay <laughs> yeah i mean there's been a lot of tiktoks about that there was this one girl in dude i almost said canadia like holy canadia. shit so up in canadia uh this girl from canada was on tiktok and was like i just want to issue this out to all my american friends like are you okay and there's all these people stitching their reactions to it yeah and i mean there's this one black dude that's just like crying and he's like nope <laughs> Yeah. we're really not and it was we're just really like not. hard to watch you know yeah because we're not nobody really is stuff in canada has been 
so strict for like the COVID predicament that we are currently in. Like everybody in Canada, they have like a stay indoors rule and they do it. Like they stay home. The kids yeah. have been home and out of school and they don't do extracurriculars and there's no travel. And like there's this rule in some places where cops go like up and down the streets and they look at cars and if your house has a ton of cars in front of it they start running plates and if that car is not registered to that home you get a door knock and you can get a fine up to ten thousand canadian dollars yeah for like having a gathering during a pandemic yeah which is crazy to me which is it's it's good i wish they would do something like that here i would hate to give the police any more power to do random door knocks but i just i mean They've got to do something, anything. It's, it's just the culture. Like, you just kind of reminded me of this video that I watched about Japan, right? Yeah. And it was all like, in Japan, people leave their laptops on tables and then, like, we'll go to the bathroom and, like, just, like, leave for a bit. And no one's going to take it because in the culture, you just don't do that. Yeah, like, imagine people that. People have, have respect for each other and their belongings and... It was even, like, half the time you'll, like, see somebody stop what they're doing to guard it for somebody else. Yeah, you know? that's wonderful. Like, just the simple idea that just ingrained in their culture from, like, birth to now, they just don't even think about it. Yeah, like, like why They don't think about throwing you? litter on, the, on, like, the ground because you just don't do it. You throw it you away instead, don't you know? do it, yes. Like, ah. that video just blew my mind because I know that... You know, it's a clean country and all that stuff, and I know they're very respectable and all that. But I'm, but 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 you never think about how it's just, it's just in their heads that there's no reason to not be this way. You yeah. Know? And here we're like, well, why should we be good? Why should of. we be good? Nobody's gonna enforce it. I can take this laptop. And I can fucking sell it on eBay. You can't stop me. Yeah. I'm a capitalist now. <gasps> okay. So, I mean, this kind of comes into what I was gonna talk about later, but I need to go ahead and preface it now. Because okay. we're already in this. Yeah, we're in this. While we're in this, let me just pop this thing. You know what? Yeah. Let's Getting do that. fucking heated. Welcome to the energy of this episode, you guys. I'm sorry. I'm just... I'm at a breaking point. And I'm not sorry, actually. No, I'm not. This is our <laughs> podcast. We can talk about it. Yeah, we can do what we want. Okay. So let me just go ahead and go into my first topic then. Okay. Well, so I started my new job. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, now back to the point at hand, go to my new job. Well, okay. my old job, which is now my new job, right? It's all the same. Uh, one of the guys, he still comes into the office cause I guess he just likes it more than being at home. Okay. But he's there all alone cause nobody else goes in. Yeah. Um, somebody stole the tailgate off of his truck. What In the, the parking lot to the company. What the fuck? Like he came out. The tailgate was gone, so he went back to the security desk. Like, he just told me about this yesterday. And he goes, yeah, we found him on camera. They literally just pulled up to my truck, had the tailgate off, and 30 seconds flat, drove off, gone. Yeah, they make, like, tailgate locks for trucks because this happens so often. Like, I have a tailgate lock on my truck because they get stolen. They just get taken. There are criminals that go out and they literally have a truck and they go out and they steal pieces of your truck to put in their truck and then they go home and they fucking sell those pieces. Like, I was thinking about it. (laughs) Well, because, you know, the whole PlayStation 5 thing. Yeah. There are some people that are getting stabbed. Jesus Christ. And so I'm sitting there going like, well, 
a tailgate is worth about two PlayStations, and you got it in a lot <laughs> less time, so I guess it makes sense if people get that desperate. Yeah. Because, you know, in good old Canada, <laughs> they're giving everybody checks every month since COVID started, and we have gotten $1,800 for the year. Must be fucking you know what I'm saying? nice. Yeah. Did I, I say 18000 or 1800 You said 1800 Good. <laughs> I wish it was 18000 <laughs> Oh yeah, that would be fantastic. That would be that would wonderful. Think about that. I mean, we're pushing, we're pushing people to these limits. I mean, yes. Well, How can you? What blame else can them? they do? Capitalism has crushed so many people, and I am so against it. I hate it. I hate capitalism so much. I participate in it because I am forced to do so. I just feel like society could be a lot better if we weren't just trying to sell our own blood yeah. to make a fucking dollar in this day and age that's why amazon is not a, i did so i buy from them when i can't get it anywhere else yeah and really like cables so like cables for like my computer and stuff uh-huh it's, it's almost the place you gotta go but here's the thing did you hear that amazon basics cables just like combust sometimes i did know that yes yeah, so you're taking a risk, man. I would be careful. <laughs> I had um, an Amazon Basics cable that I would plug in for my phone at night, and I just keep uh-huh. my phone under my fucking pillow in the night because, you know, why not? That's weird. Um, but okay. <laughs> is that weird? I mean, a little bit to me. <laughs> <laughs> I just want it close by so I know if it goes off. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, I was using an Amazon Basics cable for that. And then I saw the reports like, these catch fire unexpectedly. And I was like, I'm sleeping with a bomb under my head. Well, like, I don't use their cords for like stuff like that. I just use them for like HDMIs. Okay. Like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Stuff that so they're not like really transmitting a whole power. lot of power. Yeah. I'm not trying to like make it run my fridge or something, you know? Yeah. But if I can... I'm going to go to Best Buy because I already had a company die on me. I know I've discussed this, but I already had Circuit City gutted <laughs> away from me. Best Buy must live. It's like the one place that More I have left. More than one customer. I love Best Buy. I you will know, go I there actually, for everything. I actually got a Best Buy order delivered today. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought a new uh, a Google thingy. You know the uh, Google Homes with the with the screens on them? Yeah. I don't know ours, what like, I forget, but yeah. ours fucking bit the dust it had like this stupid graphic you know the little green android man yeah with the antenna yeah it had one of those guys falling through space and his little like chest cavity had swung open and there was an error message signal falling out and i was like what oh is this God. it is so dramatic and so we had to like reset it did a factory reset on it and it was fine and then the next day at the same fucking android through space situation so i was like this is just gonna it's keep happening terrifying yeah i don't like the image so yeah i bought a new one it was on sale best i had it for cheaper than amazon i mean i will admit i do the amazon price match with best buy a lot yeah but i'm like hey at least best buy is getting the money yeah so keep the um, money out of bezos's hands even though he's no longer the richest person in the world did you hear that yeah i saw that like muskrat elon musk yeah he just kind of took off he, okay but did you hear about it though he made pretty much all that wealth this year yeah disgusting right he was like at 27 billion dollars which is already way too much right uh-huh but he made a hundred and like 80 billion dollars this year alone profiting off of a pandemic 
like a good capitalist. So, anyway, this episode is brought to you by Robbie, who opened the, like, political doorways or whatever. <laughs> I'm glad that he's got people thinking. It's nice. So Good to see people having uh, opinions and thoughts. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have talked about this at all if my dad had not called me with that little tidbit, like, before we started to record. And it's just yeah, been that's... on my mind all night. It's absolutely then. nightmarish, and I hope it doesn't happen. It was just like... I can't believe I'd have to live through something that's stupid. Like, <laughs> isn't that I don't the know. thing? It's so stupid. Everything is so stupid and yet so important. And it's so hard to keep up. I feel like everybody just needs to be sat down and idiocracy needs to be played for them five times in a row. Yeah. And go like, uh, that's where we're going. Clearly now. This is you. This is you right here on the screen. That's you. That's your stupid little face doing your stupid little things. You see, we used to always say that as a joke, but I don't I mean it as a joke this time. No, it's like, no longer really, a joke. I like, really do believe that now. I don't think I could watch Idiocracy in this day and age because I would just start crying. I think I have to. I haven't seen it in so long. I want to see how similar things are right now to that movie. Yeah, uncomfortably close is what I would say. Yeah. So anyway, I got my new job. Hooray. Yes. I guess. Hooray. Um, it's like the rest of the world, unprepared. I was not going to get a computer on my first oh day. Oh my God. What? So just like my keys, they were like, yeah, <laughs> it's not ready. All right. I like go in and they go, hey, uh, you know, the new guy's here. He needs his stuff. And they go, oh. I don't know anything about that. Oh, my God. And so then I go, which IT person are you talking to? So my boss said, and I go, talk to the other one. She knows stuff. Right. <laughs> so she goes, oh, yeah, it's there. Like, it's in the office right now. And so she goes, oh, can we get it? She goes, no. Why not? Okay. None of the IT team is in the office today, so it's just going to sit there. So what did you do for your first day? I kind of sat around with Haley for a while. Just kicking and it? Like, well, no, because Haley's all business, man. Mm, yeah. Yeah. She's like, no fun. <laughs> Zero fun. Kind of like watched her do some work for a while. And then my boss is like, yeah, I just kicked down the door and I got the computer. So here you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She like goes in there Rambo style whoosh, and just like grab my stuff for me. Very nice. So then I learned some stuff the rest of the day. It was cool. So, you know, there's like a twinge of f familiarity because it's a place I was at for five years, right? Yeah. And that twinge of fam familiarity, I don't know why I'm having a hard time with that word today. It's a tough word. Brings a twinge of sadness that I'm also back at that place again. Well, <laughs> the same you're making the money. Thing. Yeah, I know. That's, Being that, a good capitalist. That's the point. <sighs> but yeah, we'll see how things go. Um, I will be working full time from home pretty soon. Which would Yay. be great again. That's which good. Is, which is why I had to give Amazon money. Oh, for more cables. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna take us into Robert's Tech Corner for just a second. Here we go. And beep, then beep, I'm boop, gonna boop. close out with Robert's Tech Corner at the end later. Okay. So I'm gonna have my computer from the office here, but then this computer that I do my home shit with. When I had my work computer here last time, the dock on it had an HDMI and a display port. Uh-huh. So one HDMI could go to one monitor, 
and one display port could go to another monitor. These two monitors I have have like two HDMI ports apiece. That's no problem. But they have yeah. one display port apiece. And my computer, my main big boy right here that I, that I do the podcast on, uses DisplayPort because it's the best cable you can use. Right. But now my work computer's going to want to use those too. So I'm going to have to either unplug my home computer, plug in my work computer every morning, and then unplug them at night to plug in my old computer. <laughs> it's too so much. four times of unplugging cords every day. No, thank you. I was like, all right, I got to find a way to be able to just, like, switch between them, right? Yeah. So I found some switches where you plug in my work computer, my home computer, and then one cable comes out to the monitor, and you just press a button, and it goes between the signal from either one. Yeah. So I got those. That's pretty nice. I bought two more DisplayPort cables, and then I go, oh, fuck. I need two more DisplayPort cables because they got to go from that device to the monitor. So oh, I have man. like six DisplayPort cords coming. I'm going to have to Jesus. snakes all over the place. Oh, God. And then these two little boxes. And I hope I hope they work because I don't know if they're going to. Like, no review was ever good. <laughs> oh, no. I finally found one that had like pretty good ones. But it seems like this technology is just not that much in demand. So people don't make those. Like, it's just not a thing that people really crave that much. Okay. So, uh, for $35 a piece, because if you get, like, the legit ones, each each of those little boxes would have been 250 a piece. Oh, my God. No. So, I could do it good for, like, $1,000. Yeah. That's too much. So, I'll have Write to let you know if I can, like, rig all this together. I wish Hopefully you guys again. could, like, see my face when I do, like, my tech thinking. <laughs> and I'm trying to piece together where chords go. Cause I just, because I do it all in my head. I don't, like, draw it out. Because that'd be weird. <laughs> Not for a normal person, but for me it would be. Right. And I'm just like, ooh, eyes crossed. I'm like, well, I think it goes here. I believe in you. You can do it. I hope. We'll see. Um, You gotta get your tech set up all squared away for Saturday. For Saturday. Because we're going to be streaming. Oh, man. I cannot um, wait to play this game with you. I know. I'm so excited. I haven't looked up any story because I don't want to get spoiled on it. But I've been just looking at images and it is so pretty. So we are going to be streaming again. Uh, You guys really enjoyed the journey stream. So we're thinking about doing a lot more like little artsy games that can be done within one stream. Yeah, Um, because we did Gris. Gris was a good Gris. one. Gris was very good. I and call just... Inside kind of an artsy piece. For sure. Yeah, I think that's up there. On Saturday the 23rd, you can join us at 6 p.m. Central Time. We will be streaming Firewatch. Just Firewatch. Just Firewatch. Um, uh, it's from like 2016. I know people loved it. People love that company. They were going to... made it? Man, I can't remember because they were bought by another company. They released a game at the Game Awards like two years ago. Okay. And people were losing their fucking minds, dude. People were like, oh, the Firewatch Camp- people are making a game. Right? Campo Santo. And then that game got canceled. Oh. Because they got bought by somebody and they were like, well, work on some of our stuff. Put your like Firewatchy goodness away, you know? Yeah. So, it is a really pretty game. Like, everything is orange in this game. It just looks like permanent sunset. 
Yeah. Well, let me click it because it says, yeah, so their other one was called In the Valley of the Gods. And there's literally no dates on it anymore. They just like, it's the Game Awards in 2017. That was actually four years ago. Holy shit. That's so long ago. Yeah. Okay. So that's not happening ever, I guess. All I know is this game starts out just kind of like life. I mean, he's just doing his his work because, I mean, you're like a ranger doing the fire watch. You're just out walking the forest, you know? Yeah. But it takes like a turn and that's all I'm going to say. Okay. I'm excited. I don't know anything about this game, so I'm looking forward to it. Am I going to play this one? Yes. Okay. I will play this one. And we can stream it in 1080p because we had Discord Nitro now. Thank you so much to Ferdinand and Jose for donating uh, that to no. us. Well, I mean, it'd be coming through OBS that way, so that'd be good. But yeah. I can share it to you that way now. Yeah. So you can watch it there. That's the important part. <laughs> Isn't that how I do it? Yeah, because yes. that's how you can hear it. Yeah. Yes. See, there we go. So thank you to two of our patrons helping us out, making us do awesome things. Yeah, we love you guys. One of the last things from my last job, right? Mm-hmm. I was out driving. I was listening to the radio, and I was getting real tired of the country station, so I flipped it over to the classic rock station real quick, right? Okay. And they were all like, okay, so tomorrow's like a big birthday. Tomorrow we have David Bowie's birthday. Fuck they yes. Like, they were like, that's where we let you choose what song of his you want to hear on the radio. And they're like, but also, did you know... And they were talking about this big, like, David Bowie celebration concert that was going to happen. Uh-huh. And I flipped my shit. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> How has Kelsey not talked to me about this? And I was like, she she might not know. I might not know. I was like, she might not fucking know that her man's birthday has a concert. Because I knew that you'd know that it's his birthday. Oh, yeah. But I was like, she might not know about this concert. So I tell you about it. You didn't know. I didn't know. And I had to get you a late birthday present. I bought you a ticket to the show. Yes, you did. And I appreciated it so much. And I want to know all about the fucking show. Oh, my God. Okay. So the concert was to take place on his actual birthday, January 8th. Um, So I bought the ticket and a shirt, which I'm very excited. The shirt has not come in yet, but it will arrive. Was it the lightning bolt one? Yes. So pretty. I loved it. I know. It's so like clean it's just a black shirt with a red lightning bolt i'm like fuck yes beautiful so um yeah so the show was to happen on his uh birthday which is january 8th and i logged in because they email you a link with your ticket and you just like click it and go to watch it and i log in and it's like the stream will start in five minutes and i just like wait there hanging (laughs) out in the chat it was kind of like a twitch stream so they have this like feed yeah. that happens on the side and you can talk to other fans and stuff and everyone's but just like is it going yeah, like twenty thousand miles per hour so it's so not like you can fast. really hold the conversation <laughs> yeah no yeah. way okay. it's just everyone like professing excitement okay and um so the countdown ends and it like comes up with the screen and it's like stream starting soon and then uh this dude walks on stage and i was like here it goes and he's like we actually have to push it to tomorrow oh my god <laughs> so it was pushed back a day. Uh, there was no specific reason why. It just said, like, due to circumstances of the world, which, I mean, you can't fault them for saying that because 
fuck this place. So, it's so bad right now. Okay. I know that it was a bunch of different people performing. Yes. Were they all in a space together, though? So here's the thing. Okay, so the next day I come back, same okay. time, 8 o'clock Central Time. I log on and I see, like, five minutes of stream start. And I'm, like, crossing my fingers, like, please let it start this time. <laughs> and so... The guy walks on stage and he's like, thank you for joining us. So sorry we had to delay, but we are actually here. And they, the way they did it is they have this like host guy um, who was David Bowie's like main piano player for like 40 years hmm. or something wild like that. Cool. Um, like one of his best friends. So they had him playing piano for the entire set. And oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. It was, it was a three hour concert. So it was it was like a meaty, nice length of time. Yeah. Um, so what they did is they had a whole bunch of different artists send in music and also perform live. So okay. there were like some band members that actually were in the studio. The stage was like a pretty good size. It was like a smaller, like a small stage, I guess is how okay. I would phrase it. And there were like four performers on it. So there was the guitarist, the bassist, the piano player, and the drummer. And they were like the core members from one of Bowie's bands. Okay. So they were all spaced socially distanced far apart on the stage. And then to fill the space in between them, they had a ton of screens. Okay. And all of the other like band members that would come in for the performances, they would pop up on those screens. So everybody did their performances like separately and then okay. they just kind of stitched everything together okay it was amazing so i can see why it would take forever and a day to put that shit together because yeah. i can't imagine it must have been so much work to just combine there were some songs that had like 14 people playing on them so damn i'm, I'm sure it was like a feat of engineering to get everything sounding just right and perfect um i'm glad that they delayed it instead of putting on like a half-ass show where stuff cut out and things you know yeah it was it was very well done so it okay. was really 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 fun it was awesome so i guess my biggest question how many times did you cry uh once throughout the, the entire thing, thing. <laughs> <laughs> i started crying the oh, second man. it started and i didn't stop until it stopped so, so did they just play like big hits did they go like no through his so they career? had yeah, they had, um, like, each of the artists that came on got to choose the song that they were to perform. So it was just a variety of... Oh, okay. Yeah, there were some that did, like, the hits, you know, like, Changes and just the bigger songs that everybody knows. <laughs> Ziggy Stardust. Changes. Yes. Okay. And um, then they had, like, some artists do, you know, deeper cuts and things that you wouldn't hear on the radio. Um they actually opened with one of my favorite songs that I would actually like to talk about. Okay. If you'll give me the stage to do so because it's so good and it's so relevant right now. It's called Five Years. Okay. And the song is about, like, what if the world definitively had five years left and, like, a newscaster came on and said, hey, we just got word that the earth will end in five years. And it just kind of explores the space of what that would be like and how humanity would react. Okay. And it just sets the scene with like, you see like a woman fucking wailing on these two little kids and there's just like pandemonium. Some people are going crazy and crying. There's some people that are begging priests for forgiveness and some people that are just really living it up, you know, being party yeah. animals. And um, 
the the one part of the song that I really like is that he sees this woman like in a milkshake shop and she's just drinking milkshakes and just having <laughs> the happiest time, just smiling, downing shakes. <laughs> and yeah. That imagery just kind of sticks with me, you know, just like knowing that the world will end, like what would you do with the time allotted to you? Yeah. And how would you try to fill it? Like, would it be with happiness? Would you try for forgiveness? Would you just like you just rage out and yeah. get mad? Like what, what would you do? And it feels like we're living through that right now because of just how bad everything has been with the pandemic and with the civil unrest in America. Yeah. It's just been, I feel like it's a very relevant song. It's called five years. I recommend that everybody go listen to it. I'm going to go listen to it as soon as we're done recording. It's so good. Duran Duran did the cover for the show, but of course I recommend listening to the original David Bowie version. Love Duran Duran. Me too, man. That's so cool. Okay, yeah. one more question. Uh huh. How many Labyrinth songs were in there? None. That ah. was my one complaint about the show because that soundtrack is such a fucking banger. I think it's underrated because it's a children's movie. There are some good songs on that soundtrack, and yeah. David Bowie like went ham on that soundtrack. So, see, I was disappointed like, that nobody wanted to pick that song. That's like one of the things to me when like a song's in a soundtrack, it's not a real song now. You right? Know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, dude, Phil Collins, all of Tarzan. Those songs are pretty bomb. My God, they're all so okay. good. Uh, Elton John, yes. Road to El Dorado, they're all pretty fucking bomb. And The Lion King. Even The Lion King, pretty bomb. But there's one song that did make its way out of that, like, that like pigeonhole, the, right? Uh-huh. And people hear that song, and I guarantee you, nobody knows that it's a soundtrack song. Which song? And it bothers me that they call it, like, one of the rock greats. And I'm like, nope, that's a theme song, you <laughs> son of bitches. Which one? It's by Paul McCartney. It's called Live and Let Die. Oh, yeah. That is a James Bond theme song, bro. Yeah. And it plays think... on the radio like it's not a theme song. Because they're <laughs> like, well, it's Paul McCartney, so we're just going to let it live. I, you think, know? I think that um, James Bond theme songs have gotten further than they would have if they were just tucked into the movie otherwise. Yeah. Because, like, Skyfall, that was a huge song when it first came out. I think, like, they're getting to a... Well... And there was one that Garbage did, right? I don't know, did, right? just a couple. Uh, so that's The World Is Not Enough. Yeah, that's a good song. Like, has that played on the radio? Just I don't know own? if I know it just because I like Garbage <laughs> or if it was actually on the radio. I can't think of any other James Bond songs... That like Madonna did really one, right? played somewhere, yeah. But that didn't really play anywhere either. That Are was you sure. That was Die Another Day. Yeah. Well, maybe not because Taylor actually knew that song. Yeah. And she goes, "That's from James Bond." So, but she really <laughs> likes Madonna though. So I didn't know that about Taylor. <laughs> yeah. So she might know that just because she likes Madonna. Hmm. Oh yeah, Taylor fucking loves Madonna, dude. Let me see, just James Bond theme songs. Really, I can think of two that like people know, and they know Live and Let Die and Skyfall. Because Skyfall was huge, because Adele did it, you know? Yeah. But that song is also fucking fire, dude. It is. I fucking love that song. It's the best. <laughs> that movie's the fucking, that's my fucking movie, dude. I love that movie. 
God, that music video for Die Another Day, though. I'm just looking at a still from it, and I just forgot that it was such an intense music video. Yeah, because it's them torturing James Bond the whole time. I think. <laughs> I mean, Madonna's there, too. I think they're torturing Madonna for this one. Yeah. And there's scorpions everywhere. I didn't know Sam Smith did a, a James Bond song. Yeah, so he did the last one for... No. Yeah. Yeah, he did the last one for Spectre. And I really didn't like it the first time I heard it. And now... Also... It's fucking fire! It's so good! Did you hear that Love Sam that Smith now goes by they pronouns? I did not. I didn't either. <laughs> I gotta say, he... They? They. They're one of my favorite people on the planet. I love Sam Smith. I do too. I think them is so good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> God, this garbage music video. They're like planting a, a bomb in her torso. This is so... Yeah, I do remember that one. Okay. Yeah, because then they make a garbage robot and then she kills the singer for garbage and then goes out into her concert and blows up and kills the crowd. Oh, Tina Turner did Goldeneye. I didn't know that. Okay, that's my favorite theme song, though. I l- well, Goldeneye was my first James Bond, so, you know. Huh. Yeah, and it's gold, so. True that, too. <laughs> How do you feel about Goldfinger? Uh, Goldfinger's all right. Speaking of Duran Duran, I did not know that A View to a Kill was a James Bond song. That's why I love Duran Duran, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's what made me think about it, kind of. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, Aha, who did, like, Take On Oh, yes. Me. They did a James Bond song. What? Yeah, they did The Living Daylights. And that oh song's all right. It's all right. There's, like, 600 James Bond movies. There are, like, 22, man. Come on. That's that's enough, I think. <laughs> it's never gonna end. Oh, but I did see there's a date for the new one. Oh, yeah? It's in April. Okay. April of this year. Is it, wasn't it originally April of last year? It sure was. <laughs> but everybody's doing that whole like HBO Max release stuff, so yeah, who knows what, what they're gonna do? You can get all tucked up at home. Oh, I'm gonna. Man, I'm so glad you liked it. I'm glad it was so good. Yeah, it was truly amazing, and thank you so much for alerting me to that first of all, and then also purchasing my ticket for me. I guess also. Because one of the things that also made me like jump on it for you is that Trent Reznor was going to do something. Mm. Yes. And I oh know you God. love him, right? I love him. And so did David Bowie. They were like really good okay. friends. So what did he do? You know what? I was trying to remember which song he did. Let me see if I can pull up the set list because they, they put up the set list when they were... Um, when they finished it. So I, I'm going to tell you this. It was a, a limited time stream. And I... Yeah tried my damnedest to record this thing it's <laughs> <laughs> so hard i tried first on my computer and it's a three-hour concert so i like walked away and was like i'm just gonna let it record and i'll come back in three hours whenever it's done and i came back and it was like paused and i was like well that fucking sucks so i tried it again and then it did the same thing and then i tried it on my phone because i was like maybe there's something happening on the computer where it won't let me do that yeah and it didn't work on my phone either so all right, I, I found it. It says he did Fantastic Voyage. Yes. And, and Fashion. Fashion, yes. Fashion, that was such a good one. Like, his rendition of that made me just, it made my soul complete. <laughs> like, I, I feel like somebody's bound to have put this on YouTube by now. At I least, like, some so. of the different covers of stuff. I feel like 
maybe the artists will put them out on their own. There were some that were just okay, like a couple of the artists I didn't really know, so I was like, that's fine. Yeah. But for the most part, it was really, really good. And you could tell everybody there loved David Bowie and just wanted to be there for him. So it that's was so very... Awesome. Yeah. Um, there was a cover that Youngblood did of Life on Mars. Do you know who Youngblood is? No. He's like a pretty young London singer. He's kind of new and I like him a lot. And his version of Life on Mars was extremely good. I retweeted it because he tweeted out a a link of his performance. Dude, I'm looking at some of the set list stuff. Fuck, I should have bought it and watched it myself. Yeah, you would have enjoyed it. Dude. It was really good. Adam Lambert did Starman. Yes. Starman's one of my favorite songs. I love that song. I mean, I like that Death Leopard did Ziggy Stardust. Ziggy Stardust is not one of my all-time favorite songs. I do yeah, like it. Yeah, it's good. But it's okay. But Peter yeah. Frampton did Suffragette City. Yes. Shit. <laughs> I would have watched the hell out of that. Oh, so this website I found has a couple of them posted here. So I'm going oh, to have to put this in the, in the notes and stuff. Nice. I'll go ahead and stick that here for you for later. Thank you. But cool. I'm so happy. I've I've been waiting, dying to know if it was worth it. Oh, absolutely. Good. I would watch it again and again. Well, besides that, what else have you been doing? Anything else? Um, I had my very first telemedicine appointment. Mm -hmm. It was bizarre. (laughs) Okay. So I had to download an app on my phone. I've been like needing an allergy slash inhaler refill. So I've been putting it off because of course I don't want to go out to the doctor. So I was just like, I'm going to wait until the pandemic's done. But I like ran out of medicine. So I was like, I need to, I need to make an appointment. Um, But yeah, I went online and I was like, they're doing telemedicine appointments. This is perfect. So I downloaded the app and uh, signed up for it and it was complicated. I had to like call their IT and be like, why won't it sign me up? I felt like a boomer, <laughs> but got it done. And, um, so when you're at the appointments, you like, you go into the app and you just kind of get put into a little virtual waiting room, which is just you staring at your phone screen. Oh, I was really and- hoping that it was just like a zoom call, but with a bunch of people also waiting. <laughs> God, I wish I would have taken anything over just like sitting there at my empty screen being like, is it supposed to be happening right now? Am I waiting on the doctor? Is he waiting on me? Because like, you don't know if you're in the right place. You know, what if what if I'm on the wrong page of the app and I miss my appointment? So this little like intro video plays and it's like, your doctor will be here soon. And then like 15 minutes pass and I'm just like, what do I do? How can I pass the time? And I look over to my right and I'm like, Oh, I have a magazine here. I could just read this magazine. Oh my God. And then I realize that I'm literally like reading a magazine in the virtual waiting room of my doctor's appointment. <laughs> so at my appointment was at one o'clock and like one o'clock hits and I'm like, okay, magazine away, doctor time. And I look at the screen and he's not there. And like a minute passes and then two minutes pass and three minutes. And I'm like, what if I'm doing it wrong? And then finally he shows up and I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I'm so scared. Um, but it was just really standard. Like it was pretty much exactly like going to a regular doctor's appointment, except he didn't listen to my lungs. So he was just like, how's your asthma? How's your allergies? I can refill all these for you. And, like, <laughs> and then, 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's awful, doctor. I can't breathe. Um, but like at the end of the appointment, he was like, do you have any other questions? And I was like, what about a COVID vaccine? Because <laughs> like, I don't know when to get it or where to go or how I will be notified in the event that there is vaccine available for me. Mm-hmm. So he was like, yeah, actually Texas is doing a really terrible job with that. And he was super honest and he looked so tired and so mad. And I, I felt, bet. I felt bad for him in that moment. Cause he was like, you know, there's doses that out that are out there that we don't like get access to because there's legislation and it's unclear like what groups are going when. And he was, he said that I fall into probably the like, least risk category because I'm relatively healthy other than having asthma. So okay, he was like, you probably don't qualify until. So that's not underlying condition enough. Yeah. So they're doing underlying conditions in Texas right now for like, if you have COPD or like cancer okay. or organ failure or something like that, something serious. And okay. uh, I don't qualify for any of that, thankfully. <laughs> yeah. But um, they actually, so, so the doctor was like, you're probably just going to have to wait and get it like at CVS whenever Gen Pop has access to it. So Jesus Christ. I was like, I okay, cannot well, imagine going into CVS like a flu shot and just being like, yeah, I'm, I, I'm here. I know. I've never, ever gotten a vaccination outside of a doctor's office. That just is weird to me. Like I'm picturing like in the movies when like, you know the bad guys like spread some biological disease and then they have just like tents set up and like lines of yes. people like that's yeah. what I'm picturing how I'm going to have to get this, you know, not just like, yeah. well, I'll go ahead and buy some milk and get my COVID vaccine, I guess. Right. You know? <laughs> so, um, I went online to do some research because I was like, there's gotta be a way for me to fucking get notified whenever I'm available to get a COVID vaccine. So, there's this website. Um, I have the one for the county that we live in. Yeah. So I know it varies per state and per county, but I was able to sign up on like a vaccine interest portal. So okay. you can sign up on one of those whenever you have like a condition that's not considered like super necessary. Like, like I was saying, like asthma, you know, it's, it's on the list of conditions that you could qualify for a COVID vaccine if they have leftovers. Okay. So, like, the thing with the COVID vaccine is they have to keep it so cold and they only have a certain amount of time when it thaws to, like, get the vaccine into people. Yeah. So, if they go through half of a vial and they're like, we don't have anybody else who needs the other half of this vial, then they go to that list and they're like, they'll start calling down the list on there and be like, dude, get get here in 10 minutes. (laughs) Yes. That's how it's going to be, essentially. So, drop the kid off and go. Yeah. I, this is the, strangest situation that we live in but yeah i would google vaccine interest portal or i'll try to find a link for the show notes for you guys just get your name on the list to get informed Hmm. when a vaccine is available so that it can get to you when you need it that is interesting yeah i mean i'll admit i really didn't think we'd have a vaccine this year yeah i didn't think we're gonna get one like an actual vaccine ready until like june so yeah something i mean i still am doubtful that i will be able to get vaccinated until summer because there is so little supply and so many people yeah but it's worth getting on the list i mean we'll see so i know one person that's gotten it and then i think i know somebody else that's getting it yeah 
my sister-in-law's dad, he's gotten it, but he's a doctor. So, I mean, he was, like, first up, you know? Yeah. Apparently, it was just, like, no thing. My mom has a friend that may be getting it soon. And I was like, well, keep me updated because I just want to know, like, how it goes, you know? Right. Because she actually does have one friend that, like, had it already. Had COVID or had the vaccine? Had COVID. Ooh. And then, like, got better and then just like relapsed hard and now has fuck. covid pneumonia what the fuck that sucks yeah so it's crazy scary you know yeah so yeah i'm interested in hearing from somebody that has gotten it what their experience was yeah if anybody out there wants to write in with their covid vaccine experiences i would be curious because i don't i know um two people that have gotten it um, one of them is a nurse at the Veterans Association, and then his girlfriend is a physical therapist. So they were both, you know, frontline. They got it. Um, he, he got the Pfizer vaccine and said that he had no side effects at all. And she got the Moderna one and said that her arm hurt the next day. But that's about it. Yeah. Okay. So it seems mild so far. Well, good. This is all hearsay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's. I guess you can't really know until you know. Until, yeah, you get it. Well... Um, I can give you an update. Okay, on what? Uh, it goes back to my first day of work. Okay. I just wanted to say, it's bathroom story time. Another fucking bathroom story. This is really not that wild of a bathroom story. I mean, is it not wild in the grand scheme of things, or is it not wild in comparison to what you have experienced oh, in bathrooms so far? Both. It's, it's okay. pretty mundane. <laughs> I would say in comparison to just going to the bathroom. Okay. But so I go to work on my first day, right? Uh-huh. Like I step in the building, I get my badge, and then it was like my body goes, dude, I used to poop here like every day. <laughs> we should do that. Oh my and God. I was like, I haven't even had coffee or eaten. Like there's no need for this. There's nothing inside. And it was all like, oh, I'll make something happen, right? And, like, the day's going by, you know, because I didn't have my computer. I finally get it. I'm learning stuff. And it was about 2 o'clock, right? Uh-huh. It was like, let's go! I'm done <laughs> to waiting! This is my place! And it was okay. ready to go. Ferdin's gonna know what I mean as soon as I say this. But I Randy marshed that bathroom. I don't even want to know what that means. So there's an episode of South Park where Stan's dad, Randy, takes, like, the world's biggest poop. Okay. okay? <laughs> it, like, lifts him off the toilet and, like, holds him up high. Jesus. Just so much okay. poop. Okay. That's, uh... That's the bathroom story. Thank you for that. <laughs> I was just like, whoa, because I don't know if I have told it on here, but, like... I don't know. I haven't had, like, a good one in months. Oh, really? It's been, like, a long time since I've just had, like, a good one. So I think it was, like, I feel comfy here. (laughs) But he was like, it's time. And he just goes, all that buildup, just let it out. Because definitely didn't feel the need today. He he was like, I'm I'm good. I'm good for a month, probably. Ridiculous. Don't go a month without pooping. So that happened. Wonderful. I was, I was happy. (laughs) You should take some probiotics. Get that shit regular. So actually, uh, um, uh, Taylor was talking to her sister 
and uh, they talk on speakerphone a lot, so I kind of just, like, chime in from time to time, you know? Yeah. And so I was kind of walking through the room, and, I don't know, they were talking about bathroom stuff in some way, and I was like, yeah, I have, I just kind of haven't pooped in a while. And she <laughs> was like, you know what you need to do? She's like, you need, not probiotics, what's the, what's the M-word one? And I was like, Metamucil? She's like, yeah. No. Yeah. You know what? Just mix a little meta. <laughs> she goes, mix, mix a little metamucil in with your Dr. Pepper every day. <laughs> no. God. And I was like, that's the secret. That's how those people that you see on the news that, that are like, I live to be a hundred and fucks. I drink three Dr. Peppers a day. It's because they also mixed in metamucil and you didn't know that. God, they're having Dr. Metamucil peppers. I was like, how Texan is that? I mix my Metamucil in with my Dr. Pepper. That's awful. And I don't want that to happen. I'm gonna try it at some point. No, don't. I'm gonna hit up the CVS when I get my COVID shot and grab some Metamucil, bring it home, stir it in some Dr. Pepper, and I'll let you guys know. Oh my God. We kind of opened with how shitty the world is. Uh-huh. Kind of want to tell you something really cool. It's good for the world in a small oh, way. Good. I mean, it's right. it's a small step towards good stuff, but I really think it was cool. My my like mind kind of got blown. Okay. So, this week has been CES. Do you know what that is? No. It's the like Consumer Electronics Show. Okay? Okay. So it's where like Samsung, LG, Panasonic, like, all these big companies go to show off, like, that's where KitchenAid might go to show off the new stand mixer they're going to make, right? Fuck yeah. Like, like whatever new technique they've developed, that's where they will display it for now, you know? Uh-huh. Some of these products are coming out this year, and some are so, like, far ahead. It's like, this is the concept of what it could be. Okay. Because I remember one year they had, they had TV made out of air. It was like a base, and it blew, like, this visible air up from the base, and it would display its, like, input that it got. What the fuck? That was some kind of concept thing, and it, of course, never went anywhere, because here we are, like, ten years later, and that's not a thing, right? Don't have air TV. But so, that's where, like, LG last year unveiled their bendable TVs that, like... What? Okay. You know, like, back in school... When you had to get the overhead ready, right? Okay, you'd yeah. you have to go to the front, and you have to grab the string and pull down the little screen, right? But it rolled up in that little thing. Yeah. Okay. LG makes a TV that does that, and it just, like, unrolls from that thing, and then it's, like, a TV. <laughs> what? That's, like, a year old. That's old news now. Oh, my God. Right? But so that's where all this stuff kind of comes out. New fridges, like, the smart sinks and all that kind of stuff. You would see all that stuff here, right? Yeah. Well, they're talking about, of course, their new TVs and all that shit. Well, Samsung was talking about their new TV this year. So this is only going to be on their top, top of the line model. So Richard's going to have to pay like $3,000 plus for this TV, okay? When, Which means he's never When he goes it. to get it. The TV remote doesn't take batteries. Okay. And you're thinking to yourself, who cares? Because like... PlayStation controllers are rechargeable these days. People make that kind of stuff. But I like that. No one's actually made a rechargeable TV remote yet. That's true. And I want that. 
I fucking hate batteries. It has a USB-C on the back, so you can charge it up. One charge lasts the remote a full year. I, I, what? Yeah, you literally charge it overnight, and then you don't have to charge it for a year. And you can just control your TV for a year. That's absolutely nuts. That's not even the best part. That's not even the part I wanted to tell you about. What's the best part? I want you to go to the general and click the spoiler finally. And take a look at this remote. That's a handsome remote. That's the back. Do you know what that little square is on the back? A touch screen? Do you remember calculators back when we were in school? And they'd have the little bar up on the top. And if you covered it with your thumb, your calculator would die because it was solar powered. Yeah. That's a solar powered remote control. It gets charged by the lights in your home. That's incredible. That blew my mind today. I want this to be a thing. Like, they want to cut down on battery waste and all that kind of stuff. Battery waste is so prolific. I I hate batteries. I hate them. Like, First of all, you were just excited by a rechargeable TV remote. And I would have been with you. But this one almost charges itself forever. I love that. That's the most forward thing that a a technology company has done in a while for like the world. You know? Batteries are truly a scourge upon God. I hate them. I know. I just changed uh, two, two remotes worth of batteries the other day. I don't like throwing them away. I don't know where to recycle them. I don't like putting them in things. They just, they make me angry. I don't like rechargeable batteries because nobody has made a rechargeable battery that feels unclunky. Like you have to have a whole thing that you plug into the wall and you get out of the drawer when you want to charge your batteries. I don't, like, I don't want that. That's my whole thing. But I saw that today and was like, that's the best idea that a company has had in, Probably the last decade. Yeah, I love that. That's the most forward thing since we decided that we could maybe run cars off of, like, corn water juice or something, you know? (laughs) Do you remember that stuff? Yes. That was what they were going to do for diesel, right? Right. It's going to be, like, run off of corn. Because Willie Nelson was going to do that. That's right. (laughs) Willie Nelson's corn juice. Yeah. But how cool is that? That's very cool. I love that. Now can Richard buy a $3,000 TV? No, we can just buy the remote for however much it is. <laughs> okay, fine. I want to look out for a new TV, by the way, because the one in our bedroom is a piece of fucking garbage. We just bought it like a year ago. I already have the one for you. Okay, send me the recommendation. Because I know you don't care about anything. <laughs> and my old 3D TV. All right, guys, uh-huh. I have sad news. Oh, no. My 3D TV that I bought because of Uncharted 3 being in 3D uh-huh. in 2011 is probably biting the dust, man. I mean, that's a decade-old TV. She's finally letting go. God. She's going to give up the ghost. <sighs> man, she uh, started growing some lines the other day. Like, oh, no. Like, it's just, it's just starting to fade. And I already know what I'm going to replace it with because that's like the living room TV. I just need... A good TV. I don't need it to be special, you know? Yeah. Uh, a TCL TV. You can get you a 65 inch for under 300 bucks. I hope that's not the one we have in there because I feel like it's a cheap ass one and it's like 
it's it makes me so mad it's literally got a mind of its own it doesn't respond to the google commands anymore because we programmed it to be voice commanded by our google system it doesn't work and the remote doesn't work half the time like it's not the battery situation it's just the tv like you press the off button and then like it doesn't turn off but then 30 minutes later it'll turn off and then five minutes after that it turns itself right the fuck back on and i hate this tv so much we have it in the bedroom and it's difficult to go to sleep when your tv (laughs) is just like off and then suddenly it's on or you're trying to go to sleep and it won't turn off are you sure that you really had a static monster in your room or it wasn't just the TV coming on? It's just the fucking TV, perhaps. Yeah. I don't know. The volume also doesn't work half the time. It's so frustrating and I hate it. Let me know which one you have, but I think you should get a TCL. I've known people with TCLs and no one's ever had that kind of problem. I think one and of our I TVs did just make my dad get one, so... Okay, I think the one that's in our um, workout room is a TCL TV, because I, I know I've seen that brand in our house somewhere. Oh, well, I guess we have to close out with this, though. That is like an American brand TV, so do you really want to support American capitalism with a TV? <laughs> I need to find like a German TV or, I don't know, Canadian-made TV, something that's <laughs> good and nice. I'll uh, do my research on that for you. Yeah, please. So... Are you ready to like pretend to be turned off and then just come right back on? I'm ready to solar charge these remotes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready to solarize? I'm ready to solarize. Well, folks, it's that time of the episode again. I'm going to ask you to please tell your friends about us. I want you to tattoo Y-M-B-T-O-A-P on your friend's arm while they sleep. Damn. They're wake up. And they're going to be like... What is this? And you're going to be like, I've done you a favor. This is your new favorite podcast. Help us grow this audience. Don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite platform so you never, ever miss an episode because we release every darn Monday, every darn week. And if you get a second to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, that helps us even more than tattooing your friend's arm. Probably. I mean, probably. But when you do, please make sure that you post it on all the social medias and tag us on all of them as well. We are YMBTOAP. On Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. You know what? Why don't you guys live stream the tattooing on Twitch, then post it to YouTube later, and then you can tag (laughs) us in photos of it on Instagram and all that afterwards, and then their reaction on Twitter. Just give us the full story over five different platforms. Yes, please. Bounce all around. Uh, And then we're also on Patreon, which is a big deal for us. It's a big step. We've been so grateful for all of you that have joined us, we hope more of you will come join our little our little weird family that we have going on. Uh, if you do like what we do and you would like to support us, you can uh, join us for as little as $2 a month. If you do the $2 tier, you can get in our, our little Discord community. We have little like conversations we have all the time. And then we also do some unreleased ramblings before we start the show, all, the, all, the, all, all of our warm-up stuff. And then you could also upgrade to the $5 a month. You still get the awesome Discord community, the ramblings, but you also get a review that we do every month. That's Patreon exclusive that we do on YouTube. And we pick like a TV show, we pick a movie, and we just kind of like go in depth and go on like a full, full scale review of it. So uh, go deep. We just released our Avatar The Last Airbender one. Yes. Which I thought was an awesome one. So we've had 
Kelsey given me something. I gave Kelsey something. And now we got to come up with another one for you guys. So if there's anything special you guys want to see, don't forget our last place. We got ymbtoap at gmail.com. Send us some emails. Or if you're a Patreon, just throw it in the Discord. It's whatever you want to do. Um, our theme song is The Green Reaper Blows the Horn by Faraj. I want you to please check him out on the YouTube. He's wonderful. He's fantastic. I love his shit. And as always, thank you so much for listening. And tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. What's your favorite David Bowie song? I kind of think it's fame, dude. Oh, fame's so good, though. I fucking love fame. Fame! Fame! What's that in? What's that in? Fame, <laughs> fame, fame, fame! That's good. I fucking love fame. fame. It's so, it's wonderful. Yeah. Okay, so what's your favorite one, then? Um, you know what? It kind of changes, because I'm really into Moon Age Daydream right now. Do you know that one? Yeah. I'm an alligator. I'm a mama, papa coming for you.